coming up on today's experience. Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life, but they don't cause division. The review of the goofy news, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think in regards to the media and the government, they do cause division. Oh, life lessons for our faith that we could actually use probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Uh, That's simple. I have to talk for a living because my writing skills are Terrible, that's why. Also, Bible trivia for fake, and yet somehow, real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I will be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. The keys. The keys to the kingdom of this show. Here it is. We don't know what we're doing. Uh Uh-oh. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. I'll give anybody a dollar if they can figure out where that voice comes from. Anyhow, uh, bottom line is this. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. That thingy. You know, when we read or when we hear news, when we hear the news, when we hear the media, how do we react? How do we respond? It's a challenging question because you'll always hear different things. Now, One thing we understand is when we heard the good news, we had a very specific response. How do you respond when you just hear news in general? Yeah, we're asking that question. Hey, if you want to reach out to us, we want you to do that. If you've got an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, this is the time for you to shine. We don't want it to die of loneliness. Just reach out to us and give us a call, 972-445-0770. Seven zero. That's nine seven two four four five zero seven seven zero. Now, when you call nine seven two four four five zero seven seven zero, you'll end up talking to Dynamite D. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right because you are talking to kid a dynamite. All right, talking to Dynamite D, let me, I'm going to jog your memory a little bit so you can understand what the feeling is like talking to Dynamite D. Talking to Dynamite D is the same feeling you had when you realized back in the day you had no homework. That you were like, hey, <laughs> I got no homework. <laughs> Isn't that a great feeling, though? That's a wonderful feeling. That is a wonderful, like, I don't have to do anything. It's just one. That's what it's like to talk to Dynamite D. So we did have Ken is asking whether that voice I'm doing is the voice of Moses. No. That's my answer right there. <laughs> Yo, this will be fun if anybody can guess it. All right. So also, by the way, not just uh, calling us, but you can, uh, guess what, text us. That's fun. 
214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. Oh, that was a good one right there. Uh, bottom line is you can also reach out to us by a email. We do that live, email, yeah, the show. So you can call in, you can text in, you can email in. They're all safe because no buzzers are attached to anything. You are welcome to do that, by the way. Send an email to david at hemusincrease.org. That's David, not supercalifragilisticexpialidocious or anti-disestablishmentarianism, just David at he must increase.org. We send you up to the website. A couple things I want to tell you. Bit of a praise report for my daughter, which, you know, most of you guys are praying for her on a regular basis because, you know, if your kids aren't doing good, it's like, meh. Right? You're just like, meh. Right? You're going to feel that way. So they've had a nursing situation that is going to uh, create, was going to create some problems. And it looks like, by the grace of God, the very person they were praying for and hoping for is the very person they're going to get in regards to helping them with their situation. So I just want to say thank you to the Lord for that. That's cool. Also, on the website, without you getting freaky at all, there's a place to give directly through the website, or it tells you how to give. You know, on the website, gives you the information how to give. We can use it. If you can do it, that'd be great. If you can't do it, pray for us, because if you don't, then I'm going to cry, and then you'll owe me a box of tissues. Check out hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Emosincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Emosincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? He must increase.org. He must increase.org. <laughs> you want to take a shot at that? Or I got anything on there? That you want me just to help you out? Sounds like someone falling down on ice while drinking a smoothie. But see, the explosion part is they hit a snowbank, and in the snowbank are fireworks. Exactly. Bam! There you go. All right. See, you got to work it together. Sometimes you just got to do things together. Bottom line, if you want to reach out to us, if you've got a praise report, if you've got a prayer request, this is your opportunity to share that. Praise reports are great because they encourage people, but prayer requests are great because they unify us. You see, what's this thing about, you know, carrying one another's burdens? It's not a matter of just, oh, we'll just do that because then you'll be like Jesus. It's like, okay, <laughs> let's work a little better, okay? The little things in your brain when you give, they fire off. Did you know that? The the endorphins go bing, 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 when you were a giver. Did you know that? Uh, I guess that's how we were designed. Uh-huh. No, it was an accident. Sure it was. Well, it's similar in a similar way, when you pray for one another, when you engage with one another, you don't just do it because it's a habitual requirement. You do it because you connect to one another because in the spiritual realm, you're family. And then when you're praying together, you're sharing together, you're burdening together. And then the cool thing about that is when you're sharing that with others and they go through stuff, uh, then when you're going through stuff, they share it on your end. It's just like, that's how it's supposed to be. 
Okay. That's not even overly complex. That's just cool. Let's just leave that there. Uh, we will be praying in the next segment uh, regarding uh, some of the people we're praying for. Good news of great progress for Lisa and for all the people that we're praying for. So we just want to thank the Lord for his kindness and his graciousness. We'll be getting into that in the next segment. Meantime, I want to jump into the scripture because I don't want to miss this little window that we have, Psalm. It's uh, chapter 30. It's verse 6. Now listen to what King David says. This is a very important point. This is Psalm chapter 30, Psalm 30, verse 6. Now, in my prosperity, I said, I shall never be moved. Okay. Just wanted, you want you to want that to ring in there. Ding, 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 ding. Now, in my prayer, prosperity, I said, I shall never be moved. The rest of the verse, verse 7 then says, Lord, by your favor, you have made my mountain stand strong. You hid your face when I was in trouble. So here's what it is. In my prosperity, I said, I shall never be moved. You know what that means? That's pride. Do you understand what that is? I'm winning. I'm never going to fail. I'll never fail the Lord. Jesus, I will never deny you, said Peter. No, no. I am there. I'm the man. I'm strong. I am firm. In my prosperity, I shall never be moved. I'll never have it. Okay. And then, like we mentioned before in other teachings, a pebble comes along. You trip on the pebble, and then it's like, ah! So David says, your favor, you made me, my mountain to stand strong. You hit my face, and I was troubled. Oh, why? Because you had this arrogance going on? Yeah. Yeah. I had this, uh, my prosperity, I'll never be moved. Nobody will shake me. Oh, now I'm in trouble. Verse 8, I cried out to you, O Lord, and to the Lord I made supplication. What profit is there in my blood when I go down to the pit? What will the dust praise you? Will it declare your truth? Hear, O Lord, and have mercy on me. Lord, be my helper. I love David's. <laughs> Don't tell me this is not a form of manipulation. That's just a lie to say that. You know what he's saying? What? If I die, how am I going to praise you? If I die, how am I going to write more psalms? How am I going to sing of your, I'm not going to be singing the same. No, he's not thinking of it from an eternal point of view. He's thinking it from a present point of view. It's like, hey, I die. That's the end. My songs are over. I'm not writing anymore. <laughs> it's like, here, oh, Lord, have mercy. I mean, Lord, be my helper. I had this little attitude going on. Yeah, I'm not going to be moved. Nah, I got a little moved. And now that I'm moved, I can't have you that far apart from me. I need you closer to me. Please help me. Please, by your favor, what David says that by your favor, he's talking about standing strong. The reality check is that in everything we accomplish, every good thing, every victory, every good thing that we have and have received, and we have received, every victory always points its way back to the king of the universe. Every victory you've had is not because you did it. And you think, well, how could you say that? Well, I'll say it just simply this way. Where did you get that next breath you're taking right there? Did you get that from you? Yes, my body generated it. How did it generate it? Well, that's what my body is. Well, how did your body get to that place? God gave it to us. And so every victory, every so when we're talking about the favor of the Lord, and he's talking about you know looking for that help, you, you know where he's going for. He's, he's looking to the Lord saying, hey, it's your favor. I need your favor. I need your help. And then he says this, what profit is there in my blood? In essence, if I'm dead, I can't be singing your praises in your temple, you know. 
No more concerts. I can't tell anybody how great you are if I'm dead. How can I write or speak for your glory if I'm finished? <laughs> it's so good how David does it. He's just being honest. It's like, Lord, if something happens to me, how am I supposed to say thank you like I do? And now I'm going to stop there because his ending to this song, to this portion is the greatest ever. Thank you very much. So we'll take our break, and then we'll come back, and you'll hear it, and you'll love it. I promise. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Your break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. What is the David Spoon Experience? When you are in the presence of the Lord, and his presence is strengthening you, and we talked about that can happen through the Word of God, through prayer, and through fellowship. And then you go through some process where somebody sends you a text or somebody sends you a letter or somebody calls you or somebody sends you an email or somebody looks at you funny or somebody kind of glances or somebody says something about you or you hear something about yourself or you eat the wrong kind of tacos and you just feel bad and the joy is sucking away at the moment. Here is the answer while the devil is trying to take your joy away. Here is the key. For the next 365 days for your life, when the devil takes the joy away by robbing you, you go back into the presence of God again. When the devil comes in and robs you and takes that joy, will you get up off your duff or your blessed assurance and you go into the presence of God again, be it prayer, be it Bible, be it fellowship, be it worship, be it whatever. I don't care. Get up and get back in the presence of God again. And when the devil comes around the second time and knocks on your door and you open it and he takes it from you again, then you get off your blessed assurance again and you get back into the presence of God again. And when he does it a third time, you do it again. And when he does it a fourth time, you do it again. Because the strength of the Lord is in the joy of the Lord, which is found in the presence of the Lord. And when he comes a robbing, you go to refill. When the tank is empty, put gas in it. When you're depleted, fill it up. And you think, well, I can't do that. Why not? You did it the first time. Yes, but that was special. Why? Because you tried? Try again. But you don't understand. No, I don't care. That's much, much more heartless to say that, huh? That's a good one. I don't care. It doesn't matter. I, don't, I care about the truth. I don't care about somebody's, well, my perception, well, good for you. God bless you. When you can figure out that you can argue with God, let me know how that goes. If you win that argument, you come back. You can take the throne. But you ain't going to win it. So when the enemy comes and he comes a stealing, you do exactly what you need to do to take it back. If he steals from you, you take it right back. Why? Because you can. Because he's not empowered to keep it from you. He's empowered to take it momentarily. You're empowered to take it right back. Take it. The David Spoon Experience. And if you can't shout sight, you'll have to face a penalty. As with every penalty. Welcome back. To the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. 
By the way, if you guys uh, hear that there's any crackling or anything in the board or something like that, let us know. We don't we, we don't think that anything sounds bad, but if it does, tell us and we'll work on it. And then we'll ask uh, Don to buy a new board. <laughs> That's a good one, though. That was pretty funny, right? That was. That, that was, was And funny. that was really quick and on your feet. Yeah, you got to be thinking about it. you got to be thinking about it. That's a tough one. All right, here we go. <laughs> All right, here's your first trivia question. Ready? All right. Here you go. It's a multiple choice. First one. Who does Matthew say watched Jesus die from a distance? Is it A, ducks, B, women, C, birds, or D, the Pharisees? There you go. Is it A, ducks? B, women. C, the birds. D, the Pharisees. Okay? All right. I'm just going to leave that right there. See if you can get that one. If you do know, by the way, you can call 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483 as well. You can send an email to david at hemustincrease.org. Let's do our DNA. Very important for us to do. D stands for draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily. How many Lees is that? That's days. Lee. Daily. Every day. Spend time with the Lord. N, never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never be ashamed. While everybody's wearing a pin about this, that, whatever, you wear a pin for Jesus. All right? There you go. And then A, always be ready to serve, To serve, which means, what did we say the other day? OPM, OPM, other people matter. And that's got to be a part of what we do. Now, before we get into any further on uh, the teaching, which is just super outstanding stuff, I'm going to do the trivia again. Then we're going to pray, okay? All right. Uh, who does Matthew say Jesus Watch Jesus die from a distance. Is that A, ducks, B, women, C, birds, D, Pharisees? That's the question. If you think you know, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483 or send an email to David at hemusincrease.org. Let's take a moment and pray for our brothers and sisters uh, being thankful and also offering our faith for their wellness and their health. Let's do it. Father, we come before you right now in the powerful, incredible name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. We just thank you for everything that's going on. We don't understand everything, but we thank you for everything, believing that you will work all things out for good because you make that promise to us that you are that quality, and we can trust and rely upon you and your love. And we're asking you to touch the people that we've been praying for, for Gary and for Mary and for Ace and for Rosalind, and Lord, we pray for Lisa, and we're thankful that she's making great progress, and we want her to make more progress. We're just thankful for all these people, and I know there's other people in our audience that are hurting that we don't even know about. So we're asking you for those people that are feeling those physical, you know, the, the draining of the physical traumas, that you would give them vitality as you and you alone can give energy and vitality and life to a body. We ask you to touch them. We ask you to pour yourself upon them by the power of the Spirit. 
We pray this in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen and amen. Okay, so we like to pray for people. That's what we do. like to share one another's burdens, kind of kind of handle it that way. Get ready. This text is lights out the best part. You Now, if you didn't catch that little last part, you do need to understand that one text. In chapter 30, verse 6, when, when David said, Now in my prosperity, I said, I shall never be moved. A lot of commentators think that's when he was in his, I'm going to take a census kind of thing because I want to see what I have. It's kind of like that attitude going on. And it's like, that's a kind of a haughty spirit, a haughty attitude. And it's like, uh, and he blew it. He knew it. <laughs> and it's like, he was sorry. And as soon as that happened, he was like, things went south immediately for him. And he was like, oh, oh. And so then he comes back and he's like, Lord, have mercy on me. Lord, be my helper. Here we are in Psalm 30, verse 11. One of the greatest verses there is in the entire Psalms. It's absolutely lights out. Here it goes. You've turned for me my mourning into dancing. You have put off my sackcloth and clothed me with gladness. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Listen to that, right? To the end that my glory may sing praise to you. And not be silent. Oh, Lord, my God, I will give thanks to you forever. Listen to what the Lord does for you and I that we do not understand happens on a every moment basis. We're just unaware of it, mostly. God takes our mourning and turns it into dancing. He takes off our sackcloth and he clothes us with gladness. When it says, you turn my morning into dancing, it's like, woohoo! God takes the down and makes it up. He takes the bad and makes it good. He takes the discouragement and makes it encouragement. God turns it around. You need something to turn around? That's what you have to love about repentance. Repentance is a change of direction, a turn of direction. Well, when God has people that repent and turn towards him, he goes into their lives and changes and turns things around. Now, he knows he's going to do it, but you don't. And this is the great, oh, the great, great sermons. And you've heard them. And if you haven't, you haven't been to the, the church long enough, it's okay. But there's these great sermons about it's Friday, but Sunday's coming. And Friday has to do with the crucifixion and the death and the burial of Jesus Christ. But guess what happens on Sunday? He resurrects. He's up. It's Friday, but Sunday's coming. And so David says, I will give you thanks forever. Thanksgiving's the call for every believer, every day, in everything. Just check out, check out Ephesians 5.20. Just check out 1 Thessalonians 5.18. Check out 2 Corinthians 2.14. Always giving thanks for all things. And here we are people that struggle and go through the up and go through the down. And God makes this promise. And David acknowledges and goes, you've turned my mourning into dancing. You've turned my depression and my discouragement and my sadness and my weeping into laughing and joy and happiness and dance. Wow. How do you not just go, thank you, Jesus? You don't have to be Pentecostal to go, thank you, Jesus. You don't have to be Baptist to go, thank you, Jesus. God takes what is yuck and makes it awesome. He takes the bad. Ready? Ready for this one? Ready? You like this one. He takes the bad and makes it rad. 
God takes the bad and makes it red. Makes it radically awesome. You've put off my sackcloth and clothed me with gladness. Sackcloth, they would wear that, and it would itch the body. It would scratch the body. And so and then he's like, oh, man, my new clothes are like, wow. They're gladness. Put the clothes on. You're like, I'm, I'm happy. It's not because you look sharp. You feel sharp. It's like, yeah, I got this. Oh, look at this. Oh, yeah. That's what God does. He takes the yuck. And he makes something awesome out of it. He takes the ridiculous and he makes something fantastic out of it. He took the church destroyer named Saul and turned him into a church builder named Paul. He took the bad and turned it into good. He took the imprisonment of Joseph and made it to save a nation. Oh, come on. He takes these things that take place in us that are just like, oh, that's just terrible, and who knows why that happens, and oh, it's such a tough time, and God turns it around. You might have discouragement and depression, mourning, crying, and weeping, but the Lord changes it into dancing and laughing and rejoicing and praising and who does this god <laughs> oh baby you put off my sackcloth and clothe me with gladness i went from yuck to woohoo i mean that is some strong stuff to the end of my glory may sing praise to you and not be silent that's david's all of david's every inner that that word glorious has all of his insides and his beings. Like, I just want to say thank you. Give you all of my energy, everything I have, and just say, you are awesome. And he says, oh, Lord, my God, I will give thanks to you forever. No problem going into eternity saying thank you and praise you, Lord. I look forward to it. Right? All right. Who does Matthew say watched Jesus die from a distance? Was it ducks, women, birds, or Pharisees? And the answer is not ducks. It's women. <laughs> ducks. Yeah. Ducks. They watched from a distance. <laughs> I'll just leave that there. Take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Who is David Spoon? I have no idea. People have asked me about the David Spoon experience. They wanted to know what I thought of him. Like any person searching for answers, I have wondered about him. He was born and raised Jewish, and after intense drug use, became a Christian. He's married to his best friend, Noel, has three children, seven grandchildren, plus two dogs named Levi and Bert. He has three separate ordinations from three different denominations, and is a summa cum laude for his B.A. degree in ministry and leadership, as well as a master's degree in theological studies and a doctorate in strategic ministry. He has a weird sense of humor and talks a lot. If people are seeking wisdom and insight from the great teachers around the world, would they go to David? Nah, I don't think so. And those big ears really don't help him. But would they enjoy his perspective on life? culture, politics, food, sports, local and national news? I don't know. I guess 
People will have to listen to find out. What is the purpose of human creation? God was bored and wanted a tinker toy set to play with. He wanted a Petri dish to look at so he can go, <laughs> Genesis 1-1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. As opposed to the mindset that says, well, this whole thing is a divine experiment. The Lord was bored. Impossible to be bored if you're not stuck by time, by the way. Oh, you, di you didn't think of that, right? Because he's not bound by time. The purpose of human creation ultimately is four words. Uh, here we go. The purpose of creation for humanity, to fellowship with God. The David Spoon Experience, weekdays at 2 on 770 KAAM. It's incredible, and it's never been done before. And you can be the first person in your neighborhood to win. What is it? It's a contest. How do I play? It's simple. And there's three ways to win. You can go to Facebook, type in David Spoon Media. And on any Facebook post, type in the word Jesus in the comment section. And it's free. You can also send an email to davidspoonmedia at gmail.com and write the word Jesus in the subject line. Or you can go to YouTube and give a comment on any video. But you have to use the word Jesus. This is your chance to win, and it's free. What do I win? You can win 100 thank yous right on air. It's incredible. It's unbelievable. But it's only for a limited time. Enter now. Here's a taste. Thank you for listening to the David Spoon Experience. 770 KAAM, Garland, Dallas, Fort Worth.